Welcome to Lockhead on Marketing, where we're trying the world's first marketing pod storm. 30 days of strategies and ideas to help you create the future of your choosing. Hey ho, let's go. Thanks for pressing play. And I sure am uh, glad you're here and I'm hoping you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're one of our 20 billion uh, viewers on YouTube, (laughs) uh, you'll notice today I have Princess Abigail with me. And uh, she's uh, one of our hens. And if you happen to be new, yes, this is a marketing podcast or oddcast, as they're known around here. And I'm holding today one of our um, hens. We have eight chickens and uh, this is Princess Abigail and she has a sore foot. So that's why she's joining us today for this episode. Now, what are we going to talk about? How to become a number one author and podcaster and the secret hack to doing that in 13 minutes or less. <laughs> and if you don't know that I'm kidding, well, I'm telling you, I'm kidding. And that's sort of the point. We'll get to that in a second. And I also want to let you know that um, mid-June is the fourth anniversary, mid-June 2002, or two, 2020, 2002. Yeah, lost a couple of years there. 2020 is the fourth anniversary of my first book, Play Bigger, coming out. And we hit an incredibly important milestone. And uh, most importantly, I want to say thank you, tell you about it, uh, and share with you some ideas. All right, my friends at Oracle NetSuite are the number one cloud business system. And uh, we need to get our business and our systems in order. Check out netsuite.com slash different. And my friends at Splunk want to help you bring data to everything. Check out Splunk, S-P-L-U-N-K slash D to E. All right, so here's the secret growth hack. You ready? Uh, join TikTok, hire a 16-year-old growth hacker to make videos of you with uh, cartoon cat faces, make them really funny, and spread them everywhere on the internet. Yeah. Oh, and uh, put yourself in a bikini and take provocative photos of yourself drinking provocative drinks in provocative parts of the world, maybe on a boat. Look, here's the aha. Uh, Four years ago, almost to the day, I entered this world of podcaster, author guy. Started with author when Play Bigger came out. And I knew nothing about this world, having spent plus or minus 30 years in the tech world. And, um, and here at the beginning, here's what I thought. I, I really, I, I was so naive. I thought, well, you know, you write a great book, hopefully. And what you're going to do is you're going to get a, a professional publisher, which we did, HarperCollins, and we're forever grateful. They were, they were wonderful to us in a lot of ways. Um, it, we had a professional agent and uh, a professional PR firm that specializes in uh, authors and and that there was this secret growth hack that that they all knew that um you know you hired sort of growth hack for book and podcast growth.com that all these growth maniacs uh, would know this secret handshake and you do this thing on Instagram or, you know, four years ago, TikTok wasn't even around and you do a few things and bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bang, boom. Well, here's what I've learned four years to the day almost of becoming an author and three and a half years into becoming a podcaster. There is no secret hack. There is not. And in our case, which has been the case of my entire life, there was no (laughs) big event. You know, you hear some authors or podcasters say, well, you know, we got on Oprah or we got on the Oprah list uh, and then bang. Or, you know, podcasters will go on some other giant podcast. And, uh, you know, I went on such and such giant podcast and then all of a sudden sold a million books or got a million listeners or whatever. In our case, that didn't happen. And I don't know what it is about me in my life, but 
I've always been um, somebody that's had to carry a lot of water <laughs> to get any kind of a result. <laughs> and so the answer that I'm going to share with you today is both not satisfying because there is no secret and fantastic at the same time. So it's, I'm, I'm going to tell you right off the top, um, it's disappointing what I'm going to share with you and empowering. <laughs> so here's the aha. Um, um, there's three things that matter if you're going to become any kind of a content person. Number one, category design. What's the category? What makes you different versus better? Um, so that category design needs to get done for your book, for your podcast, for you. Second, as I was just sort of alluding to, you got to do the work and I'll, I'll give you some specifics. And third is, I think you have to have a radically generous mindset. And I'll get to that in a second too. So three things, category design, do the work, radical generosity. Now, here's the thank you I have. I know um, that if you're listening right now, um, there's a very good chance you read Play Bigger. And there's also a very good chance that you um, recommended Play Bigger to somebody. And so I want to thank you profoundly for that. Because about two weeks ago, after having sort of two years of no data, it turns out that the publishing industry's business model is trapped in 1632, and so is their reporting. So we, we knew roughly where our book had done, where, or how, how our book had done around the world, but we had no idea. And it had been almost two years since we got any real data. Um, and so um, one of my co-authors decided enough was enough and started digging around and pushing our agent and pushing our, pub our different publishers in different countries to figure it out. Anyway, here's the aha. Um, the average business book sells, and, and this is also hard to know, so this could be wrong, but uh, approximately 350 to 500 copies in its first year and approximately 250 in, in the next couple of years. And that's sort of it. That's the average business book. And um, a successful business book, if it does 10,000 copies, is doing great. 25,000 copies is unbelievable. Now, I can't share with you the specific number because I have co-authors and a publisher, but here's what I can tell you. We just found out that Play Bigger is now somewhere, depending on whose numbers you want to believe, in the top 5 to 1% of business books. And we have sold in excess globally across all platforms of uh, six figures. So... Um, uh, that knocked me over. And the big thing I want to share with you about that is thank you. Sort of the biggest aha I've had um, with writing and podcasting is other people make you successful. And uh, it may not be sexy. It may not uh, uh, cause uh, people to want to create, uh, you know, $2,000 online courses, but the most powerful marketing in the world is and always will be word of mouth. And so uh, for any of us to do something legendary, what there is to make happen is to have other people share your shit with other people. That hasn't changed since uh, the dawn of humanity, and I don't think it ever will change. And so make no mistake, there's no such thing as a self-made woman or a self-made man, in my opinion. Other people make us successful. And so the first thing I want to share is a gigantic thank you. And the second thing I want to share is I think that always has been true and that always will be true. Okay, so what are some of the specifics? Well, to give you a sense of, of, um, of it, we go back to category design, do the work, and radical generosity. So in the case of Play Bigger, the category design was hopefully clear. It was um, a book about category design. And the first book about that 
that had been written in decades. And it was the first book to actually name category design, category design. So the category design for the book on category design was about category design. <laughs> so that's, that's the first thing. It stood out for that reason. It was different for that reason. And I think a lot of this is if you get the category design right, then a lot of things fall into place and sort of you create your own self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you don't get the category design right, that is to say you're not massively differentiated, viewed as different, unique, taking or breaking new ground, then out of the chute, you're going to be very in a tough position because you're going to be in a comparison game. And legends create choice, force choice, not comparison. And so I think we got the category design of the book right. The next part of it is, and this is the, the work part, since I started podcasting three and a half years ago, uh, we did the math. We've done, as of now, 462 episodes of podcasts between the original podcast, Legends and Losers, uh, Follow Your Different, and now Lockhead on Marketing. That's 462 podcasts have been produced in a three and a half year period. I personally have guessed it on. I don't know the exact number I tried to find out. I know it's over 100. I don't think it's 150. So let's just call it 100. I have been a guest on approximately 100 podcasts uh, over a four-year period, which might sound like a lot. I guess maybe it is to some, but there are a lot of authors who are on a lot more podcasts. So I, I did a reasonable job on that. I probably could have done a lot more, but obviously focused on uh, on creating two other podcasts of my own. I've done in excess of 50 speeches in four years, uh, speeches with book signings. Um, and that's a, a fairly low number. I know a lot of authors who, you know, will do 50 speeches in a year. Uh, I'm not a professional speaker, although every once in a while somebody does write me a check to go talk. It's not something I pursue. In the case of uh, Play Bigger coming out and since then, I've done more than normal, particularly in the beginning, and then I've backed off. But anyway, 50 speeches approximately, again, in four years, every single one of them with book signings. And this one may be an obvious one, but um, when you get hired to speak as an author, what you really want them to do is buy a bunch of copies of your book, even if you have to reduce your fee. And then after your talk, do a book signing. Uh, over 50 contributed articles. So we've sliced and diced, uh, play bigger, and, and after that, niche down um, into all sorts of different things and contributed articles and, and, and things along those lines and had them published. Uh, probably most importantly, I've uh, uh, been a part of four articles for the Harvard Business Review. And in the English language in the Western world, um, you know, there's a few business publications that stand alone. HBR absolutely is one of them. And so I think those help a tremendous amount um, as well. Uh, also, Cora. I think Cora is one of the most underexploited platforms out there, the question and answer site. And as we sit here today, I have approximately a million uh, views of my content on Cora. And what a lot of people don't understand is you can take pieces of your book and look for questions on Cora that a part of your book answers. And you could take that part of the book and use it to answer that question and build uh, an audience that way. And if you're a longtime listener to, um, Follow your different, you know uh, Dushka Zapata, and her work has been viewed. I believe it's over a hundred and forty million times on Cora, so she's uh, pretty much, I think, in a league of her own. And she's got eight or ten books out there, and um, she started publishing books after she had become a superstar on Cora. So if you're writing or you're creating written content, Cora, 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 Tora, Tora, Tora. 
Cora, Cora, Cora. Um, also, listen, uh, the Beatles were right. I get by with a little help from my friends. And um, starting from a cold start, that is to say, I was not some kind of a celebrity or well-known in the business world, certainly not outside of Silicon Valley. Um, support from our friends matters. And at the launch of Play Bigger and subsequent to that and for Niche Down and for the podcast and so forth, we have enjoyed massive support from the ecosystem around us. That is to say, having had a 30-year career at the time Play Bigger came out, we relied on our friends in, in, in the startup ecosystem here in Silicon Valley. So venture capitalists, um, other advisors, retired executives, as well as current companies. So we got massive support from uh, folks like Ray Wong at Constellation Research, who's written a ton and published a ton and is incredibly well known. We were in incredibly lucky to get endorsements from Salesforce.com founder Mark Benioff, from uh, Jim Getz, who's one of the leaders at Sequoia Capital and was named by Forbes as uh, the number one venture capitalist in the world for multiple years. I got incredibly lucky and got to meet Bill Walton, the NBA legend, at a speaking engagement that I did. And we connected and he became a huge supporter of Play Bigger and of mine. It's been on Follow Your Different a couple of times. So anyway, what's my point? Get by with a little help from your friends. Look at who are the people in your world who you respect and admire who might uh, be influential and who might, for one reason or another, get behind what you're doing and enroll their support. Ask them for some help. Uh, and uh, you, you'll be amazed. Uh, I never would have thought Mark Benioff would endorse our book. And I certainly wouldn't have thought that Bill Walton would be talking about Play Bigger uh, during NBA games on, uh, on television. The next one is um, evangelize your ass off. Um, over the last four years, I have become completely assless because I have evangelized category design at every step on countless podcasts and countless conversations and countless speeches. I, you know, like my buddy and, and co-author on many things, um, particularly for HBR, Eddie Yoon says, there's a distinction between a missionary and a mercenary. I would not have carried the water I have carried if I didn't believe in the mission behind category design, if I didn't believe that category design was a secret power, secret, super, bleh, super secret, secret, superpower, I don't know, that I wanted to share with the world that I thought could make a difference to, uh, to entrepreneurs and really, frankly, innovators and creators, pirates, streamers and innovators of any kind. And so I feel very motivated, very mission oriented to share the category design gospel, if you will. And so I have evangelized my ass off. And I can tell you in a four-year period, I've become assless. <laughs> now, radical generosity matters a lot. When you're in the content business, here's, here's something I think a lot of people won't tell you. Give the shit away. You're in the intellectual capital or intellectual property business, IP. And the crazy dichotomy about being in the IP business is if you want to sell a shit ton of IP, if you want people to buy your IP, give it away for free, radically. There is no need for anybody to buy either of my books. You can get all of the ideas from both Play Bigger and Niche down from podcasts, postings, uh, uh, webinars, workshops, uh, free chapters or re-swizzles of the book that show up everywhere. And while you're not going to get it all particularly packaged the way it is in, in, in Play Bigger or Niche Down, the reality is um, there's no part of either of those books that I hold as, as secret. And frankly, there was nothing of consequence that I know about how to do legendary marketing 
and category design that I consciously took out of either of those books. So th- there's a cra- it's so crazy, but in the IP business, the more you give away, the more people want your IP. Dushka is probably the greatest example of this of all, ki- of all time because you can literally read everything um, that is in all of her books for free on Cora right now. She puts it together in these wonderful, beautiful packages that you can pay for, but if you want them all for free, it's there. The other great example of this is, and I know I talk about him a bunch, but I think he's very cool, Max Timken, who's the um, co-creator of uh, the adult card game category leader, Cards Against Humanity. And I, I forget how much Cards Against Humanity costs as a, as a board game, but whatever it costs. Today, you can go to cardsagainsthumanity.com and there's a section on the website where you can download all the cards and they show you how to create your own game for free. And that has been true since they launched. And so again, another example of radical generosity of a company that is an IP company giving away IP. And on and on and on. And I could tell you a million other things, but here is the aha. There is no secret. Get the category design right. That is to say, if you're not distinguishing yourself as different, it's not going to happen. You got to be viewed as taking or breaking new ground. And ideally, of course, you are creating content that is truly breaking and taking new ground. Uh, If you heard the episode on the Magic Triangle recently, product, company, and category. So write a legendary book, create a legendary podcast, but that's only a third of it if you subscribe to um, uh, the, the Magic Triangle. The next one is do the work. Look, I, this, is, this to me is both comforting and disappointing, as I said off the top. There is no secret. Yes, are there people in the content business who, um, who get hit by lightning? Absolutely. There's no secret. You got to do the work. You got to invest. You're going to have to do some paid marketing. Some of the top uh, digital celebrities out there want you to believe that they just became that way with no marketing at all because they have legendary products. I can tell you in the business author slash podcast space, there are certain people who are spending $300,000 a month to promote their content to make it look like they're getting everywhere in a viral, natural way when in point of fact, they're dumping uh, buckets of cashola into it. And so you're going to have to do the work. And if you really want to break out, you are going to have to spend money. You know, in our case, we've had professional PR people. We've had uh, 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 Mark Fortier and the Fortier Group help, helped us launch the books. Uh, Interview Valet has helped me get on a, a shit ton of podcasts. Uh, my friends, Jamie J and Sarah Knox have built multiple versions of Lockhead.com. And before that, uh, legends and losers and, and niche down. And, and so websites, digital marketing and advertising, paid social, radio and television interviews. I forgot to mention that. Uh, PR people got you that. And so look, if you want to break out in the content space, uh, not only do you have to do the work, but you're going to have to spend some money. There's no, there's no like, oh, we're just going to tweet this shit out and it's going to just scale. That's just not what happens. And so Uh, I guess the bottom line is get your category design right. Get ready to do the hard work that comes with it. Remember that everything you do is designed to help drive word of mouth because um, we all get by with uh, a lot, if you're in in my case, uh, a lot of help from a lot of our friends. And probably the biggest dichotomy of all that I have learned in four years of being 
in the content space is radical generosity. The more you give away your intellectual capital, your IP, the, as crazy as it sounds, the more people uh, will consume it. So I hope that's helpful to you in your uh, content, book, podcast, marketing, thinking. And most of all, on this anniversary, this four-year anniversary of Play Bigger, having achieved such an extraordinary milestone that uh, I still can't wrap my head around, I want to say the most important thing to you, which is thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because I know nobody is successful on their own, and I really appreciate uh, your desire to engage with me and um, to share the ideas of, of category design and legendary marketing uh, with your folks, your world, your company. And uh, as you go to do that on your own, you know that I think every company should be a media company. So hopefully you're working on that uh, in some way, getting yourself in the content business. And um, I wish you a tremendous amount of legendary luck on that or in that endeavor. All right. We would like to thank my friends at Oracle NetSuite. America's ready to rock and get back to work. So um, now's the time. And as we go to build the future of our choosing, it's critical that we build it on a legendary uh, platform. And uh, my friends at NetSuite have surveyed uh, hundreds of business leaders and they've assembled a playbook for the top strategies American leaders are using to reopen business, to get your playbook, the seven actions businesses need to take now and to schedule your free product tour of the platform for getting down to business, visit netsuite.com slash different. That's netsuite.com slash different. And uh, if one thing has been clear in this crisis is the value of data and how quickly things change and our ability to succeed, to evolve, to grow, to change, to adapt, to minimize risk and exploit opportunities is in a large part predicated on our ability to turn data into doing. And that's what my friends at Splunk do. Check out S-P-L-U-N-K slash D to E as in data to everything. My friends at Atranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Check out atre.net. OneLifeFullyLived.org is the nonprofit helping you dream, plan, and live your best life. Thank you again for your unbelievable support of my first book, Play Bigger. Uh, Speaking of things that I love to support, uh, two podcasts I love, uh, Cloud Wars Live with my friend Bob Evans. I'm a regular guest once a month, and he has a whole bunch of awesome folks talking about the future of the technology industry, Cloud Wars Live. And speaking of the technology industry, another one of my favorite podcasts, Grumpy Old Geeks, with my buddy and producer of this podcast, Jason DeFilippo and his partner, Brian Schulmeister. If you're in the tech industry, Grumpy Old Geeks. We use Squadcast.fm for our uh, mobile distance uh, podcast recordings. Check out Squadcast.fm if you want to be a professional oddcaster. All right, today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes, and this oddcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. We're produced by Jason DeFilippo. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do technical awesomeness and Lockhead.com. Show notes by Diane Gervasio. Candy Dandy keeps the trains running on time. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I love you very much. And I'll leave you with the sage words of Lucille Ball, who said, it's easy to become an overnight success. It just takes about 15 years. Thank you so much. Please stay safe. Stay legendary. Abigail the Hen says goodbye. And until we're together again, follow your different.